It was challenging to have a new relationship to the material I'd already written, to think about it as a spoken story instead of a written story. I was inspired to do this by just naturally wanting other people to feel this good feeling I feel in me and experience greater things for themselves. It was a blast. I learned so much and had such a good time talking to the people at the studio in between the sessions. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet reporter Monica Potts, comedian Country Wayne, and writer Elizabeth Sharp Maqueda. Go behind the mic with each of these authors to see what inspired them to write their books, what it was like to narrate their own work, and who described the recording process as twisted in the best of ways. Enjoy. Hi, this is Monica Potts, author of The Forgotten Girls, a memoir of friendship and lost promise in rural America. I wrote this book because I was reading about and writing about a series of studies that showed that a certain group of white Americans, mainly the least educated white Americans, were losing life expectancy. That was at the same time coupled with a series of studies that were showing life getting worse for many in rural America at the same time. So because I was from a very rural place and I didn't know many other reporters from a place like that, I really thought I should go back and tell the story of places like my hometown, how it fit into today's America and what was happening there, both from an insider point of view and kind of a half-outsider point of view. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook, I would say it was challenging. It was challenging to have a new relationship to the material I'd already written, to think about it as a spoken story instead of a written story, and it was also hard to pronounce some of the sentences I wrote. That was a challenge. (laughs) So it was interesting to go back and try to think about the story in a different medium. I don't know how to pronounce Protestantism. I think I almost did at that time. I really surprisingly struggled with that word. It didn't surprise me that I struggled with some more medical or scientific terms. That's not surprising. I also have a personal problem with a lot of words with a lot of L's and D's. So I knew I was going to have those problems coming in, but I didn't realize I was going to have such a problem with Protestantism. I still can't say it. You know, this story is really personal and emotional for me, and so I'm proudest that I was able to do the narration because I really wanted it to be my story with my voice and my emotions and connection to it. So I'm thankful and proud that I was able to read it and read it through, and I hope do it justice. If I wasn't going to record my own audiobook, I probably would have wanted to cast Connie Britton. I think it's just because the idea of Tammy Taylor reading my story (laughs) of these high schoolers in the South would have just been personally fulfilling for me. The last audiobook I listened to that I loved was Hero of Two Worlds by Mike Duncan. He had a podcast for many years called Revolutions, and I always listened to the Revolutions podcast, and I was coming to the end of it at about the same time his book was being released, and so 
I listened to it when I was done with the podcast, and I really feel like I know him, even though I don't after all these years. I listen to audiobooks in the car when I'm driving long distances, which, because I live in rural America, happens a lot. So I'll take a lot of trips that are an hour to two hours away from my home. So that's one place. Equally important is in the kitchen when I'm doing laundry or dishes or cooking, I'll have my earbuds in and listen to an audiobook then. And now, please listen to a clip from my audiobook. One day when I was six, my parents hauled my two younger sisters and me around Van Buren County with a realtor looking for a new house to rent. At the time, we lived in a rundown trailer in Shirley, Arkansas, but my parents wanted to move back to our hometown of Clinton, 10 miles away, and at just over 2,500 people, the biggest town in the area, where my dad wanted to start his own plumbing business. None of the places that we looked at were affordable for us, or if they were, they were not in livable condition. Hey, everybody, this is Country Wayne, the author of the book, Help is on the way. I wrote my book because I realized how other people's stories can give other people strength. Because I've read other people's stories and it gave me strength through their stories. And my stories had the ingredients of true to know knowledge because I lived it. How people could get out of places that they don't want to be in. And how they could be successful in their own way and just believing in themselves. And I was inspired to do this by just naturally wanting other people to feel this good feeling I feel in me. And experience greater things for themselves. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, the word would be twisted. I felt twisted. Every word was twisted. And why? Because I'm country. I have a country accent. So to say these words correctly that I never had to say correctly before because I come from the streets and never really had a job where I had to speak 100% correctly because even when I act, I'm able to be the character and put a little slang on it. So yeah, I would say twisted. I realized I had trouble pronouncing pretty much every word that's not from the streets. Because I really realized every word that's pronounced right, we purposely put it in slang terms when you're from the country or, or the South. So, yeah, even is. I might say is. So I had to take the E off it. Yeah. I'm proud that I was able to finish. That's what I'm proud I was able to finish. And I'm excited that the listeners really getting an audio book from me that I didn't quit between this audio book and had Morgan Freeman reading over it. Cause I thought about it plenty of times. I was already Googling what's the budget to get Morgan Freeman narrate my book. Every time he speak, he played a lot of roles of God. You know, I wanted people to feel the God in here, so I feel like he got to have some God in him. Because good Lord have mercy, he's been looking the same since I met him. Last audio book I listened to that I love, I listened to Kevin Hart. And I listened to him because, you know, he was the top comedian of our time right now. So it was just inspired to see what he went through and um, to get to where he is at. And another audio book I listened to was the Bible. And could you believe it had James Earl Jones, the part I read, narrating the Bible. So for sure. My favorite place to listen is the bed because I love the way it puts me to sleep. And I feel like getting thoughts and voices right before you go to bed, it kind of marinates in your brain for your next day. It kind of sizzles in there a little bit. It's like leaving a pot of neck bones marinating over the stove at night. It's going to taste better. All right, now listen to a clip of my audio book. 
There's no better hustle than doing what you love so much you'll do it for free and then still getting paid for it. On top of that, as a working comedian, I feel truly blessed to be given the guilt of making people laugh so they feel better for a little while or longer. The way I see it, what I do is a healing spiritual profession. They don't call it divine comedy for nothing. I'm even more proud of what I do for a living because, A, I didn't fit the mold of what Hollywood and the show business system considered acceptable, and B, I refused to give up after multiple doors were shut in my face. Hi, this is Elizabeth Sharp Maquetta, author of Edit Your Life, a handbook for living with intention in a messy world. I was inspired to write my book after my family and I moved from a big house into a tiny one so that we could focus more on the things that we loved and live in greater alignment with the things that were important to us. In the book, I wanted to preserve the lessons we learned and the philosophies that came from it, both for myself and my family as we went on into other perhaps more complicated eras, and also so they would be helpful for others. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be fun. It was a blast. I learned so much and had such a good time talking to the people of the studio in between the sessions. I realized I had trouble pronouncing assuaged assuaged the guilt. I thought it was assuaged, which is one of the funny things about being a reader who reads and writes more words than I actually speak. My favorite sections to read were the memoir ones, because it was just so much fun to recount the adventures that had happened to us in the tiny house as part of the book. I prepared for the audiobook recording by reading the book from start to finish, just so that it would be familiar by the time we got into the studio. And when my director said, take off anything that makes noise, I took that to heart and took off my shoes, didn't wear any jewelry, put my hair up, took off anything that would make any rustle sounds. And even then, sometimes I wiggled and we had to re-record. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast my online yoga teacher, Esther Eckhart. She has the most beautiful voice. She's Dutch, and she calls her feet her feets. And she has a voice that is three-quarters pure nourishment and one-quarter laughter. It is just a beautiful voice, so I would pick her. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Looking closely is an editor's best tool. To revise a thing, whether a poem or a life, means literally to look again. It is a way of creating enough distance to see clearly. Often I see a writer frustrated with a project and wanting it to be something that it's not. And the best gift a good editor can give is to point gently to what it seems to want to be. Only then can we find its true form. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.